this is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, it is Tuesday, 15 November in the year of our Lord, 2021, and we're going to go back to Mar-a-Lago. This is a historic day, and President Donald J. Trump's going to have a big announcement today. I think that big announcement is going to talk about the road to the White House. Let me bring in Jason Miller. Jason's our former uh, host here during War Room Impeachment. Then he went to uh, work on the Trump campaign in 2020. He's now the CEO of Getter. Jason, uh, first off, I want to talk about Getter's coverage and how people can get this all night long. We've got our people going to be putting up on Getter. Our show right now is up on Getter. But talk to me. I want everybody to make sure they have access. You have so many people there, so many insiders. Just walk me through the Getter coverage. Yeah, Steve, thanks for having me on. The coverage tonight on Getter is going to be fantastic. Of course, right here, uh, Real America's Voice with Steve Bannon in the war room. We have Kalen Dorr, Sonny Nelson, all sorts of folks from the team who are here. Great coverage. Be ready right at the top of the hour at 9 o'clock. President Trump is going to come on maybe about 9.02, 9.03. It's going to start right at the top of the hour here in about three hours. And Getter's going to have the best coverage for anything tonight. Stay here. Do not touch that dial. Jason, the president thinks very highly of you. I know he bounced a lot of these ideas off you, asked you for your uh, for your thoughts. Walk me through the structure of this. What are we actually seeing tonight? What What is this? And I want you to talk about the scale of it, particularly the world's media that's attending. Yeah, uh, good question. So the stage is set. The speech is finished. He just made the last couple of details, last couple of changes uh, that he dictated uh, just before I came here to join you, Steve. You're going to see President Trump lay out his case for why he wants to be the next president of the United States. Be very clear declaration that he's running for president. And he's going to really take it to Joe Biden. It's forward-looking with the speech, but it's going to lay out a good number of specifics, number of things that he wants to do with reversing America's decline, fixing our economy, making America great again. And it doesn't pull any punches, but this is very much setting up the rematch between himself and Joe Biden. Would you see we had Pedro Gonzalez, uh, one of the chief uh, public intellectuals in the America First movement. Uh, he wanted to see that, but he also wanted to see particularly that you got the Ken Griffins and the Paul Singers and the Steve Schwartzman and the Rupert Murdochs coming after Trump, saying Trump shouldn't run. He also wanted to see a throwdown against the establishment and particularly a throwdown against the globalists that have tried to thwart the America First uh, program to date. You think we'll see any of that? Let me just put it this because this way, because I don't want to spoil President Trump's speech, obviously. But if you are a globalist, uh, if you uh, think that China should have better trade deals over the U.S., if you think that we should sell out to these multinational corporations or Klaus Schwab or uh, any of the bad guys out there, you're probably not going to like this evening's speech. This is very much going to lay out his vision. And President Trump's not going to pull any punches. He's going to have very strong 
at the swamp talking about the job that we need to finish doing, going very strongly at the establishment, the political elites that look down their noses at the people around the rest of the country. There's a lot of that in there. And it's good because I think that's one of the key uh, determining factors for why people love President Trump. He is their voice. He is the one person that will stand up and actually fight for them. And I think that's one thing that President Trump over the years, since he first came on the political scene, people knew he's not a politician. He's different and you can trust what he's saying. He's actually going to go and fight for him. So you're going to see a lot of that. Steve's going to feel a lot more like 2016 as opposed to 2020. And as you see back behind me with the Make America Great Again banner and the other promotional aspects, it very much feels like 2016. And I tell you, Steve, the crowd here, you're going to have behind me hundreds of people, some really good VIPs that are coming. But we already have two, 300 members of the press corps. Every country around the globe is represented. This is a global event, Steve. I want to talk about that, Jason. You're, you've been uh, so helpful to President Trump in that entire regard. Rupert Murdoch uh, said the other day, the New York Post is reporting, Murdoch called him up and said, hey, Fox is not going to be there for you. We're not going to cover this stuff, and you can't be president. And, and in case you did win a primary, we back a Democrat. Do you think tonight, and I know this is not going to be BBC or NHK or uh, or the German television, uh, they're going to take it and take it live because it's a massive global event. But are some of the uh, domestic and networks, are they going to try some play some games? You think they'll dip in and out of it, or you think they'll cover it live as the massive news event it is, sir? Well, some will take it live, some will dip in and out, and some will pretend like it didn't happen. That's always been the case with President Trump. But keep in mind that in 2016, they tried many of the games. They tried to stack the deck, not give him coverage with certain aspects, have the 15-on-1 the pileup. But that didn't matter because they can't help themselves. When they start uh, all ganging together and attacking President Trump, I think it comes out to be very clearly that they're trying to rig the system. They're trying to stack the deck. But I tell you, when you look at the national, the international press that is here, Steve, you talk about Japan, for example, just Japan. You have Asahi Shimbun, you have TBS, you have Nippon TV. Uh, I could go all the way down the list of all the, the different outlets that are being covered. Uh, folks of UK, France, Germany, this is a global event, Steve. This is something that you don't get very often. And there is not a single other candidate out there, Republican or Democrat, that's going to get the coverage like this. Let me ask you that. If, if some other candidate announced, what would the international coverage be like, uh, Jason? I think they'd probably take the pool footage. Uh, take the pool footage and it'd be essentially a footnote in the story. I'd probably get some domestic coverage, but President Trump is, has his own unique brand. Uh, he is the one who, uh, I think President Trump has probably created more media jobs than anyone else in world history. He's created more jobs at the New York Times, <laughs> at CNN. I mean, they should, they should, they should give him, there should be a plaque in the CNN break room uh, that says, we dedicate this break room to you, President Trump, for creating so many jobs. Now, that's just my opinion, but, uh, but this, but this is the big tip. Uh, you can literally put President Trump and uh, anything in a, in a headline. President Trump picks up his dry cleaning. It doesn't matter what it is. And it's going to get clicks. But here's what people know. They know that after 2020, they got their horse, meaning an establishment candidate in Joe Biden, someone who's bought and paid for by the swamp. We know about Hunter's shady business deals. We'll get into a little bit more of that after the first year with the Republican Congress. But even the haters, Steve, realize how much of a decline America has had over the last two years. Inflation crime, weakness on the global stage, uh, the just out of control bureaucracy from the government. People get that and they realize how it's hurting people and the cost of living. And I tell you, even a lot of the people who I think voted for Joe Biden in 2020, 
reconsidering and say, you know what? I really wish uh, we had some more mean tweets and two dollar gallon gas. By the way, uh, you know, Getter is the platform of the anti CCP movement, but it's not lost on me. And I don't know if you can see it, but you got both the uh, the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times today. So the timing of this couldn't be more exquisite. You got Joe Biden uh, going and, and, and rubbing up against his buddy. And, and the headlines are very disturbing. Uh, Biden and she try friendlier tone as tensions rise. Talk about personal diplomacy. Set it on the world stage. Is this the reason that uh, Japan has like five major networks there? Is this why Beijing TV's cover, CCTV's covering it live? Put it in the geopolitical world stage of how important this event is, particularly given the decline of the United States against the Chinese Communist Party. That's a good point. Actually, we did not allow the CCP outlet to come and cover the event. Uh, they can get it off of uh, the Internet or they can watch it on Getter, uh, although I think they probably have Getter blocked in China because we do not like the CCP. Uh, but no, this is the platform that's going to tell you the truth. And I think when Joe Biden walked up to Xi Jinping uh, and they met, I'm sure Xi Jinping and speaking in Mandarin, of course, probably said something to the effect of you were such a great investment uh, or something of that nature. Or boy, such a little amount of money that we had to give to Hunter to completely own the Bidens. That's just my speculation. I don't know. Obviously, I wasn't there. I'm here in uh, in Florida, um, but it's it's sad. I mean, whether it's confusing, whether it's confusing Colombia in Cambodia, uh, whether it's falling asleep in meetings, uh, whether it's being uh, sanctioned uh, by British Parliament. I mean, Joe Biden is a disaster. We need strong leadership on the world stage, and I'll tell you why, Steve. Because when we have a weak American presidency, we have weak democracy around the globe. That's what emboldens Xi Jinping. That's what emboldens Vladimir Putin. We need a strong president in the White House. Connect out what Getter's doing and, and what happened in Brazil. You know, Bolsonaro and P Trump came to power about the same time right after Brexit. I think Bolsonaro was a was a, a, a year later or two years later. Now Bolsonaro is somehow in that election. Lula stole it down in Brazil. You got President Trump in Mar-a-Lago, not the White House. How important is what's happening down in Brazil connected with the CCP? And, of course, what Getter's trying to do to make sure everybody just gets the basic free information and transparency that the Brazilian people need. Yeah, and a great question, Steve, because really the difference between uh, a democracy like the United States or even Brazil and, say, a socialist regi regime, whether it's Venezuela or uh, mainland China or Russia, is the freedom of speech, the freedom of expression. Once that goes away, it's a pretty quick decline into socialism. So we have to fight for our freedom of speech. I think there are a lot of people that are concerned about what the free speech movement is going to look like in Brazil after President Bolsonaro leaves office. I know that a number of the national and international media, particularly from the United States, are going to be watching that very closely to make sure there's not an erosion. But this is a fight worth having because what happens in one country, whether it be a Brazil or whether it's the UK or even in the EU, then impacts the United States. And Getter is the one place where people are actually getting their free speech, getting their information because the other platforms, the big tech social media oligarchs, whether it be Twitter's the Facebooks, uh, of course, the TikTok is, is effectively bought and paid for by the CCP, but particularly with Facebook and Instagram and with Twitter, the moderation, the censors that they have, they're going way over the top to stifle any real free speech. That's a problem. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, there were the ta tale of the two Christies today over at the RGA, a couple hundred miles up the road in Orlando. Chris Christie completely ripped President Trump and got a standing ovation from all the fat cat donors and a lot of the rhino governors that were there. Christy Nome ripped on uh, Ronna McDaniel and said, look, with her track record, she can't continue to head the RNC. Give us your assessment 
of what happened at the RGA today, sir. Italy today, I was with President Trump most of the day. We're doing a couple of videos working on this speech. So I have not seen much of the activities outside of Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, so I did not see that, but I'm a huge Christie Nome fan. I think there is going to be some, uh, I, I hate that term soul searching because I don't need soul searching. That sounds like something that, uh, uh, you know, we sit around and smoke some, uh, you know, some incense um, and, and listen to some Bob Marley. But what we need is real targeting <laughs> to figure out what Democrats have figured out about voters for who's turning out, um, how they're doing the, the early vote and capturing it because Steve in 2020 and 2022 Democrats knew exactly who was showing up. It was almost as if it was pre-calculated. They knew when ballots were going to hit. They knew what was going to happen. Republicans as a party overall, I think we're really asleep at the switch. We're going to need to fix that in advance of 2024. I know our good friend Jack Posobiec has had some comments about that, but this thing needs to be broken down, built from the ground up with the vote modeling, having the real polling that's going to do it. Uh, but we have to have such a great ballot capture effort to get people to, to turn out, especially with President Trump being at the top of the ticket. This is more important than anything. Steve, we're not going to get another chance to have President Trump coming back. I mean, this is we get President Trump for 2024. We better take advantage of it. Uh, last question. What happened on Capitol Hill today? How does that play into what's going on in Mar-a-Lago and America first? You had uh, looks like 31 votes and I hear a bunch of at least 10 to 12 of them are hard nose on McCarthy. At least the the only one that stepped up and gave a full throat of defense. I heard in the conference there was a lot of. Uh, a lot of, I don't want to say anger at President Trump, but let's say dissension about President Trump. And of course, the Club for Growth is all over these guys in the district. Give us, get, just give me a summary of what uh, you're thinking about what happened on Capitol Hill Day in the leadership vote. Yeah, so a couple different things with that. Number one, if you're uh, a member of Congress who plans on being a lobbyist after you're done being a member of Congress, if you're a member of Congress who plans on profiting from illegal stock deals based on information that you're getting while you're a member of Congress, those days are going to be done and over with. Listen to the speech tonight. Again, I don't want to ruin anything, but you're going to be very happy to hear how President Trump is going to be taking it to him and trying to change the system here. But when we talk about tonight's speech, there's a really important point I want to make that the War Room Posse is going to understand. For all of the attacks and everything coming at President Trump uh, during this week, anyone who has ever voted Republican, who's an independent, who maybe they're unhappy with Joe Biden, when you hear and watch tonight's speech, you're going to understand his vision going forward. You're going to realize that the naysayers and all the Washington establishment and the elites, what they're talking about makes absolutely no sense. You're going to realize the strong leadership is with President Trump and he's laying out the roadmap tonight. Jason, how do people get you on Getter? And once again, where did they go for the, all the great Getter coverage uh, on this speech? You guys are all over this thing. I got a big team down there. Absolutely. No, it's huge. So, of course, we want to follow uh, Maureen Bannon, we want to follow Grace Chung, uh, who's one of our top users on the platform uh, this week. I know she's very excited about that. Keep it right here on The War Room. Keep it on Real America's Voice. I, of course, am at Jason Miller in D.C. We have Kaylin Dorr, Sonny Nelson, Bobby Levy from the Getter team here. Follow their accounts on Getter. And let's get the chat going. I love what Real America's Voice does with the chat. Uh, of course, our good friends, yeah, Ed it. Henry, Karen, uh, and Karen is here as well. Uh, it's all here on Getter. Uh, Jason, thanks. Thanks for taking so much time. I know you're really busy. Thank you, sir. Got it. Thank you, Steve. I'm glad to see our former co-host has uh, has been successful in this uh, in his present life. Just kidding, Jason, such a great guy. Okay, we're going to change out and get. Uh, I think Alex DeGrasse is going to join us, but I want to go to Crom Carmichael while we've got a couple of minutes. Crom, you haven't been on the show recently because we sold out once again, and everybody's been bugging me about Salty. 
Crom, do we have do we have more in, bro? This thing really does fly off the shelves. And then people bug me and say, Steve, why didn't Crom come back on? How do what what why is this such a hot product? Why does every time we have you on here, uh, it flies off the shelves immediately? Tell me about it and tell me where people can go to now get it. Well, Steve, thanks so much for having me on. And Soul Tea is a is a great product because it works. Uh, we have we did clinical trials 18 years ago on a on an active ingredient. We, we take a we take a green tea we make a green tea extract that is super enriched with a particular molecule called theoflavin. And uh, we patented we patented the indication of lowering cholesterol. We did some clinical trials on our own. Uh, the data from those, <clears throat> those clinical trials was written up in a paper by Dr. David Barron and published in the Archives of Internal Medicine. Uh, when I started taking our product 18 years ago, my bad cholesterol was 130, and in 90 days it had dropped to 89. I am 74 years old, and my bad cholesterol has been under 90 ever since. Uh, my cardiovascular system is terrific, and I take zero prescription drugs. And so I really, really recommend our product. Uh, the heart disease is the number one killer. And the thing about heart disease is different than in any other disease is it builds over time. And so the sooner you start taking care of your heart, it's a lot like an automobile's uh, engine. If you take good care of your car engine from the start, then you're going to have a good engine and your car is going to last a long time. Your heart is really just like your car's engine. The sooner you start taking care of your heart and your cardiovascular system, the healthier you're going to be for a long time. And so the, the, the way to get salty, the way to get it is to go yeah, to go warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And then at the uh, checkout, enter the, enter the code warroom and you get 50% off your initial order. And Soul Tea, as you were holding it up there, that bottle, we have 60 capsules in a bottle. You take two capsules a day. They're soft gels. They're very easy to swallow. And, um, and just be, it's, it's, uh, it's a great product for, uh, for your heart. By the way, everybody raves about an extract from a rich green tea, and it's caffeine-free. Carmichael, one more time, how do people get it? Because every time we put you up, it sells out right away. I want to make sure we've got a new big batch in a stock. Yeah. Where do people go? Yeah, we're we're in great we're in great shape on stock, and uh, and and we are. Uh, and the way to get it is you go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com, and then at checkout, this is key. At checkout, enter the code warroom, and you get a discount of fifty percent off the initial shipment. And it's freight, it's freight free. Crom, so, look, uh, we always pay the freight. Fantastic. Look forward to having you back on, Crom. Thank you very much. Appreciate Steve, it. I sure appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you, brother. We'll have him back on tomorrow in the morning show, hopefully. Um, okay. Uh, can we just get the camera shot up? Even, even if you're just getting Alex ready, I don't mind. It's, he looks uh, handsome. They're getting Alex ready, putting the thing in. You see the big ballroom. Here's what's happening. There's a massive event tonight in Mar-a-Lago. You've got Donald J. Trump is going to make a huge announcement. Jason Miller just told us, gave us a little tip. He's going to announce his third run uh, for the presidency. Let me know when Alex is up and I'll jump right to it. Uh, Alex DeGrasse is going to join us from uh, Team Elise. Uh, Elise Stefanik st stood up a big time today on Capitol Hill. So there's a lot of different narratives going on. You got President Trump is taking on the establishment again, the globalists again. He's announcing tonight. You got the whole world's media down in Mar-a-Lago. 
in Arizona. You got Carrie Lake is fighting, is fighting, and she's going to fight down to the bitter end about the certification of this election. There's no doubt in her mind she's won, and she's going to go prove that she won. Okay, then you've got on the southern border, uh, Greg Abbott has announced, Greg Abbott has announced that he is, uh, that he is uh, calling for an invasion of the southern border. He's going to name the cartels as a terrorist organization. He's going to do all the stuff on exactly the day. Took Carrie Lake's complete uh, plan she was going to do on the 1st or the 3rd of January when she took the oath of office. He threw down today, said he's going to do it in Texas. A federal judge has uh, basically said that uh, Title 42, this is what keeps, this is what the COVID uh, requirement we had that actually kept the floodgates on the southern border at least uh, somewhat locked. Todd Benson is going to join us tomorrow to 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 uh to walk us through that a lot going on but one of the biggest most important things was capitol hill the leadership votes let's bring in alex degrasse alex here's what you gotta explain to me why is elise stefanik the only one stepping up and supporting president trump i heard the knives are out all day their blood on the floor all over walk us through about the leadership vote sir uh, thanks, Steve. It was a massive MAGA victory in the House. Elise Stefanik reelected the conference chair with a two-to-one margin. You know, there were a lot of outside forces, Steve, sort of forces that are not within Congress. Club for Growth, other people, obviously. Um, China made this about President Trump and, and anti-MAGA and pro-MAGA. You know, Elise has a very strong record and was reelected in a landslide. I think the most important thing, Steve, just real quick, uh, decision desk just called the House, California 3. Kevin Kiley, they just called it. That gets us to 218. So that's big news breaking in the last 30 seconds, Steve. Oh, I just see this. The, the Kevin Kiley, we've had him on the show a lot. That gets us to 218. That means we actually have the House of Representatives, uh, Alex DeGrasse. Absolutely. See, we've got a lot outstanding. Couple seats in California. Joe Kent still fighting. Lauren Boebert looks pretty good. I think we'll be around two, uh, 222. Um, you know, certainly more than some of the media was saying the last week or so, as we've been talking about in the show, the path to 223 looks actually very strong, Steve. So we're very excited about that. So, you know, we've got to take this as a big I, I want to go back to. Ca it's a huge victory. And by the way, we control the House. So this gets back to this, these votes today. Here's what I don't get, Alex. You're, you're there. You see the energy. You see the media. You see he's going to fire off the football. We got the grassroots. But on Capitol Hill today, I think it was the most shocking. And let's be blunt about it. Inside the conference, I mean, there is a big wave of, of anti-MAGA, anti-America first, and very negative on Trump, uh, uh, ginned up by people like Club for Growth. And let me be blunt, Elise Stefanik, who, who was the one person that came out and said, I support President Trump in 2024. He's my guy. They went after her the hardest. Didn't they drop polling in her district? That this kind of uh, 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 jacked up polling that shows that she's backing somebody that's losing to Ron DeSantis right now. I mean, it's it's dirty pool to the uh, to the highest level. I guess it's not dirty pool. There's no dirty pool. It's smash mouth. They're playing smash mouth to try to break those elements in the House that support President Trump during this very important time when you're going to have these votes, particularly for speaker. Now that we know we actually control the House of Representatives, Alex DeGrasse. Yes, yeah, Steve, I think you're going to see a lot of Republicans come out in support of President Trump. I think there was a lot of, uh, you know, these leadership races are very tough. It's something that, you know, even I'm kind of watching and learning, you know, it's just very interesting stuff. I think, you know, there are people that are looking to divide Republicans and certainly Elise stood in the breach and said, you know, President Trump is our guy. He's the guy that's going to beat Joe Biden. 
and save our country. And, and yes, they put out this fake poll. I think it's very unfortunate uh, that they would seek to divide on this day, on the day of the leadership vote, to come into her district and try to sow unrest with the IVR fake poll with no methodology. So it's just really unfortunate, Steve. But it's just like 2016. These same actors are reemerging. Uh, these same factions within the Republican Party that seek to, frankly, hold us back. So a lot of energy tonight. We're very optimistic. I think we're going to see a, a strong rallying behind President Trump across the board. By the way, Alex, uh, Pedro Gonzalez, one of the top you know, intellectuals in this movement, said tonight of all the positive and looking forward, one of the things he really hoped, he hoped that President Trump took part of the speech to throw down hard against the globalist the throw down hard against the big money interest, the uh, the Ken Griffins and the and the Paul Singers that are driving so much of the dissension with uh, with Governor DeSantis. Governor DeSantis has done a great job, but the people that are coming around him are trying to cause disunion, sir. So uh, what, what would you like to see in the speech tonight? I would agree with that, Steve. I think that it's going to be a dogfight, Steve. Nothing's going to be given to us. We need to seize it and take it. Um, they have positioned President Trump as the outsider, which he is. Uh, with the, you know, we're on the outside, and uh, that's a great position to be in, just like 2016. I do hope he can, calls out um, people that are trying to hold us back, that want to lose with dignity, Steve. And it's all on the table for 2024. I think you're going to see a MAGA surge. I think people are going to get energized. It's not going to be easy. I mean, we thought... We would do better, Steve. We were on the show. We were looking at New England. We came close. We are very proud of flipping the house and taking these wins. All in Biden territory, Steve, for the viewers, right? All, all of these wins in deep Biden territory, especially in New York. So a lot yeah. to be happy about, lots to learn about. We've got to get better. But reality is we have to dig deep. The fight is just beginning. No days yeah. off. I'm glad President Trump is jumping right into the fight because they want time on their side to divide and so unrest. And yes, we need to get unified now and press forward. By the way, I want to talk. When we go through the numbers next week. You're going to see a couple of thousand votes. Either way, we could have picked up another 10, 15, 20 seats. It's all on the cusp right now. Real quickly, Alex, I want you to give it's not going to be a cakewalk. Anybody thinks this is going to be easy for President Trump is just wrong. This is going to be a dogfight, sir. Absolutely. I think this is going to be a tough fight. I think we're in a great position, uh, but there are a lot of um powerful interests that would like to stop our movement. And I just think viewers need to understand that the time to mobilize is now at the precinct level, at the local level. When President Trump takes the stage and declares a victory, it's going to be a sprint, a marathon sprint through the finish line. It's going to take everyone spreading the message to your friends, pushing back on the division from the establishment as they seek to divide us and get get voters registered, get them energized and get them out to the polls. No days off. Alice DeGrasse, what's your social media? How do people follow you? I'm on Getter at DeGrasse, at Truth, at Alex DeGrasse, uh, Twitter, DeGrasse81. Thank you, Steve. Glad to be part of this historic night. Alex DeGrasse, thank you very much for joining us. Okay, short commercial break. Our former executive editor, Liz Harrington, is going to join us on the other side, along with the Savage Angels next. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, 
antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, We're going to go back to Mar-a-Lago. This is a historic day. Donald J. Trump is going to announce his third run for the presidency, his third win for the presidency. It'll be a second term. Let's go to Liz Harrington. She's senior uh, campaign strategist, communication strategist for President Trump and former uh, executive editor here at the War Room. Uh, Liz, I didn't have a chance in the first hour to ask you, give me your assessment of what, what's the speech is going to be like tonight. What are you hoping to see? And I know you're one of the people that, that crafted it. Is it going to be about the past? Is it going to be about today? Is it going to be about the future? Is he going to take on the swamp? Is he going to take on all of these powerful forces, these anti-America force, uh, forces that are out uh, to stop him? Pedro Gonzalez was on earlier from Chronicles magazine, said, hey, I hope he throws down hard against the Ken Griffins of the world and the Paul Singers, those people are trying to thwart the America First movement. Uh, what are your thoughts, Liz Harrington? Well, I think to figure out where we're going, we kind of have to know how we got here. And I think there's a lot of echoes of 2015 and 2016. When you think 
when he came down that escalator, America was in very dire straits in 2015 and 2016. It was very headed in the wrong direction after eight years of Obama, Biden, and quite frankly, a ruling class, a cabal of people where there's no difference between a Bush or a Clinton, a Gore, Kerry, Obama, McCain. Those days are over. And I think going forward, we have to kind of learn from the past and see where we want where we want to go and we have to remember this is a man who the entire world was against him back in 2015 and 2016 and in many ways the entire world is still against him maybe even more so because they know how effective he is what an incredible leader he is and he's got the receipts he's got the track record to prove it so i think it's all going to be about not only what he was able to do to make america great again once but why we need to do it more so, more than ever today. I mean, how dark it was in 2015, 2016, there's no comparison to what it is right now. The country is suffering. We're a nation in decline, as he says, and he is the person that can right that ship. We have to remember, if we're gonna have the greatest comeback that we would ever see, we have to remember that the government belongs to us. It's we, the people. And I think that's going to be a big theme of his speech tonight. Is he going to run? You're one of his advisors. Am I hearing from you guys, from Jason and Boris uh, today? Is he going to position himself still as the outsider, although he's been president of the United States for four years and has been since he came down the escalator every day in politics has been about him. Is he going to run as an outsider against the system? against the administrative state, against the uh, against the lobbyists, against the big money guys on Wall Street and the cartels in media and technology? Well, look at it, Steve. I mean, he's always been the outsider. And who wants to be accepted by this world, this corrupt ruling class, right? We have to fight back against it. And it's getting more corrupt by the day. We've seen it all over the place. We saw it on November 8th and the days that followed much like November 3rd and the days that followed. These are corrupt people. Uh, they uh, lie about everything. And there's many, many forces all working against us. But that doesn't bother President Trump. He really does have a mission that's so much greater than himself and the man. He didn't need this. He never did. He ne didn't need the fame. He didn't need the money. He, he certainly didn't need you know, the headaches of all this smears and disgusting false allegations over the past seven years. But it's bigger than that. It's bigger than him. And it's about our country and it's about saving the republic. So, I mean, he's never going to be a part of this club because you know what the club wants? They want a globalist cabal running things and running your life. And they don't want America to be around. We're never going to let that happen. That's why President Trump is so committed to this cause. And, and we'll hear about it. Uh, at nine, probably a couple of minutes after nine tonight. Okay, uh, we're doing wall-to-wall -wall coverage on Real America's Voice, on uh, Frank's speech, on Getter, on all of our, uh, with the Real America Voice team, on every platform we got. The War Room is out there. We got a five-man team. Are we going to see media cancel culture tonight? Do you expect all the major networks in the United States to take this live, even Fox? Are they going to dip in and out as they see fit? I do believe Fox will carry it live. We'll see about the other fake news. They want to control the narrative, but they can't. And so people will be turning them off to hear what President Trump has to say. They'll be going to Real America's Voice. They'll be going to RSBN. They'll be going to 
all the different outlets online that will be carrying this. And they, you know why? They want to hear the truth. And that's what President Trump always brings. And so they're going to try. And they're going to try to cancel us from before, you know, he even makes an announcement tonight. But it's not going to work. I and mean, look at all the different things they've tried. We have more people in this movement. We have more people, you know, taking the American flag and going out on the bridge and waving it for President Trump today than we ever did before. That's not going to stop. And no matter what they do, it's not going to kill this movement. No chance. Liz, you're doing an amazing job. I know President Trump's ecstatic that you're part of his team now. Really excited to be working with you guys. We're going to have in bids on the campaign. We got a five man team down there. Real America's Voice, huge team. The Frank Speech guys. What's your social media, Liz? How do people follow you now? Go to True Social at Real Liz USA. All, everything will be there. That's where President Trump is as well. Nine o'clock tonight, and we're going to try to tra track down Liz Harrington after the speech on our wall-to-wall -wall coverage and get her thoughts about it. Liz, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. You, okay, you bet. We're going to go from... Thank Thank you, ma'am. Liz Harrington. Uh, we're going to go from one executive editor, our former one, to our current one, Natalie Winters. We're going to get her booted up uh, in a second. As soon as we're ready, we'll go back to we'll go back to the uh, to the live coverage. We're also going to try to get on Jane Zirkel, Mo. Uh, I think Grace Chong is live streaming right now. The Queen of the Trolls, uh, Nicole uh, Negretti's over there. I think doing the the live stream with them. We got a uh, we've got a uh, an incredible crew. I want to thank Real America's Voice. I want to thank the Frank Speech guys. I want to thank the team in Memphis, the team in Denver. This is not easy to do. One of the things for the audience, I think, to to understand, particularly in going forward with the uh, in going forward with the uh, with the uh, campaign and everything that we're working on, is that you know we have had you know you know so many of our communications people, Jason Miller, Liz Harrington, Boris Epstein, are senior people in the campaign because. We pride ourselves in being the number one platform uh, for MAGA, and our people are very, very excited uh, oftentimes to, to go take off and to go work with President Trump. We'll probably even see a little bit more of that with some of our personnel. But we're going to be covering the Trump campaign every second of every day just uh, and nonstop. And so that's, uh, that's uh, what we're going to do. As soon as we get uh, – is Natalie ready to get set up? Okay. Was she over there? Okay, fine. As soon as we get her up. We got the Memphis team and the Real America's Voice team. We got now. There's Natalie Winter. She's going to join us momentarily. A lot going on today. Out in Arizona, Carrie Lake is hunkering down because she's going to fight to the bitter end. The ballots are still coming in. They're still counting out there. They're going to get assessment of kind of what I call round one of where this thing stands. But just because the mainstream media has declared uh, that Hobbs won, we're a long way from that thing being over. And of course, they're going to. They're going to uh, they're going to uh, fight down to the uh, to the bitter end. Is is she ready to go? We're still uh, waiting. That's a little longer than thirty seconds. <laughs> Just a little longer than thirty seconds. Um, are we ready? Can uh, Natalie? Can you hear me? Okay. Can we test? It's a lot now I can. Natalie. Okay. Great. Natalie, what are you? Thank you. And Natalie, what are you looking for in this speech tonight? Are you looking for a throwdown? We had Pedro Gonzalez, one of these great young uh, fire breathers over at Chronicles. He said, hey, look, I want the speech to be positive. I want the speech to be going forward. But I got to see some fight. I got to see a throwdown against the globalists. I got to see a throwdown against those people trying to break the back of the America First movement. What are you looking for in the speech tonight? Well, I remember the media had sort of a, a firestorm when Trump described uh, 
his tariffs against China starting a, a trade war, right? They described it that Trump was starting a trade war with China. And I think it's sort of the same analogy here. We've already been at war with China for so long, just like Trump has been at war with whatever you want to call it, the deep state, the permanent political class, the globalists, the Democratic Party with their establishment rhino wing. Um, and I think that's exactly what you're going to see going on here. Trump sort of declaring war um, against people who've been waging war against Americans, believe me, for a very, very, very long time. So I think he's going to throw down. I think he knows the appetite is there. I don't think Trump is going to hold back. And I know Trump is, you know, a, a student of Sun Tzu in the sense that he always likes to leave his enemies uh, not necessarily knowing what exactly he's going to do. So in that regard, I do anticipate some surprises, um, some you know, tr Trump effect in that sense. Um, but I don't know. But I, I have to say, I know I remarked last time I was here that the energy was you could feel it. It was palpable. But in the, you know, an hour or so since I was last on, people are starting to arrive. Um, it's already more. You can already feel it more so. And, and believe me, I'll be watching with a very careful eye. I think the story of tonight is not just what Trump says, but who's in the crowd and more importantly, who's not in the crowd. I want to ask you tonight at Capitol Hill, we had Alex DeGrasse saying, hey, it was a pretty negative. They, the Club for Growth and others have put money, these kind of globalists or open borders and, and, and total free trade groups have put, uh, have put a lot of money into these congressional districts, got people all worked up. It's a pretty negative attitude on Capitol Hill today about Tr President Trump and the America First movement. It's going to dissipate. We understand that. Uh, but tell me, how is that going to, how is Mar-a-Lago connect with what we need? Because we just took the majority. They just announced that Kevin Kiley in, uh, in California was called. So we have 218. We'll probably get to 222, maybe 223. How important is the connection between America First tonight and the energy and what needs to happen, which is going to be your primary beat on uh, the House of Representatives going forward? Well, I think we need actual leadership. And as cliche as it sounds, unfortunately, I don't think we have all the fighters that we had hoped for in Congress. So I think you kind of need that from the Trump effect in the sense that Donald Trump, who is, of course, the leader or the kingmaker of the Republican Party, um, is sort of a, a litmus test, is sort of, I think, a check on a lot of these establishment Republicans um, whose allegiance is, is certainly not to the Republican Party, let alone to the voters who elected them, um, but it's to serve the interests of their donors, whether it be corporations, special interests, you name it. So I think this, again, is Donald Trump sticking his neck out on the line to try to reform the Republican Party um, to be a party for the workers, for the working class, um, not just the sort of you know swampy-type policies that you see continuing to come out of D.C. from the likes of Kevin McCarthy, um, from the likes of people like Lindsey Graham. You know, it's Donald Trump who is, again, putting himself out on the line, uh, you know, putting his entire family through another, I'm sure, crazy election cycle to fight for actual Americans, to fight for the policies that we want, because we know that people like Kevin McCarthy, unfortunately, and a lot of the Republicans on Capitol Hill uh, will not do that. Uh, they're too busy answering to their donors and the special interest groups. And the Chinese Party. Okay, we're part. gonna get you back on during. We're gonna get you back on during coverage, and also you'll be live streaming. We'll get you on after the uh, after the speech. How can people follow you on all your social media platforms? I know you're gonna be doing live streaming throughout the night, but how do people get to you? Uh, Natalie G. Winters on Getter, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We'll be having a lot of content coming out from tonight, so be sure to tune in. Uh, last thing, the energy is palpable now. You can really feel it as the room fills up. People know.
know that I am a you know facts-based, evidence-based, analysis-based, investigative reporter. Anything I say, I back it up with a hundred sources. So I'm not just giving you talking points. I really, really can feel an energy in this room. Um, that is something that I haven't seen since I think the likes of 2016, 2020. Um, you know, you're getting that good old OG Donald Trump, and it's a really exciting crowd behind <laughs> me. And as much as we know, the press, the press hates Donald Trump. I think secretly they've missed him because I think Joe Biden is a little boring to cover, in my humble <laughs> opinion. <laughs> Natalie Winters bringing the receipts. It's original gangster Trump, OG Trump. <laughs> Natalie, thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's so great. Uh, we're going to switch out. We're going to switch out Natalie. We're going to get Jane Zirkel and Mo and the entire t- team up. Uh, you got to tell you, this is a very special night. Now, people would say, hey, what are you doing? You're a week after this midterm election. Everything should die down. You should wait until, uh, you know, February, March, April, next spring of next year to actually get to actually launch a presidential campaign. President Trump doesn't do anything uh, conventional. Remember, I strongly advocated he should announce early. He should announce five or six months ago. People said would have made it about about Trump versus Biden. Hey, it was a referendum on Biden, but it was always going to be about Trump. That's just an aspect of it. You just have to understand that that's always going to be that's always just going to be an aspect of this. And so people are just going to have to deal with that. And um, and, and you know, that's why I said he should announce the day after Mar-a-Lago. He should have gone down to the sticks and just said, hey, look, I'm running for president of the United States. Everybody knows it. But the night he's going to do it a week after. And look, he won in 16. He won again in 20. I don't care if the mainstream media doesn't like hearing it or Vaughn Hilliard or uh, or Joe Scarborough. Hey, that's the way it is. Joe Biden is totally and completely illegitimate. You know, he knows he's illegitimate. The Chinese Communist Party. They rolled this guy yesterday. They know he's weak. They're talking about, you know, stabilizing a relationship uh, with our mortal enemy. Just let me know when Jane and Mo are ready to roll and we'll we'll hit it in there. Uh, we're ch- changing out our great uh, our great team there. Do I have Jane? Or can I do a uh, can I do a sound check? Can't do a sound check yet. Okay, momentarily. One, two. Jane Zirkel, can you hear me? Yes, Jane I Zirkel. can. Okay, we got yes. a two shot. Jane, tell me about the energy there. You've covered you've covered Mar-a-Lago. You've been out in the burning heat there for many many months. Talk to me about the burning heat in the room, ma'am. Yes, the energy has been absolutely magnetic. You know, ever since the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, the Republican MAGA population here in Palm Beach, Florida, has been very, very upset with how the DOJ and the FBI have been treating President Trump. And they've been demonstrating their support for a very, very long time now. Now, it has been a commonality in Palm Beach to see this type of support. Of course, Florida did vote for Ron DeSantis for over 18 points. And so this is MAGA country right here in Palm Beach, Florida. And it's very evident today, especially from the amount of support that's outside of Mar-a-Lago in anticipation of this event tonight. Mo, let me ask you, you've been doing the grassroots for a while. You've been following this. You've gone out to a bunch of the rallies. You were down in Miami. How does this is, is this starting to see the energy that we need to fire off the football? A hundred percent. The grassroots energy is here. If you can see behind me, we have a ton of conservative influencers here among the many guests. Um, A lot of them were part of that grassroots effort. So they are excited for tonight to hear what President Trump has to say and to hit the ground running to start off this campaign.
Mo, let me ask you, before I go back to Jane, I want to talk about our coverage. We got uh, Nicole Negretti down there is doing social media for us. We got the Queen of the Trolls, Grace Chung. We have you, Jane. Walk our audience through. I just want to make sure everybody's involved in this, particularly if they need to get over get her. What are you guys going to be doing tonight uh, in social media to make sure that people are getting into live streams and know where to go? Um, so we're going to be posting pictures on our social media, on our getters, on War Room getter and on our Instagram page. The Wi-Fi is a little spotty, so we're going to try and do a live stream. Um, but if they follow any of the Savage Angel Getter pages, they will be able to find our coverage of tonight's gr great announcement. Uh, Jane Zirkel, I want to ask you, you know, Mo had said no days off. We got to hit the deck plates running tonight and every day all the way till we take the presidency again, the White House. Alex DeGrasse. One of the smartest young men on Capitol Hill said the exact same thing. What are your thoughts on this? Definitely. I mean, if you look how Donald Trump has transformed the Republican Party, he has made it about the people, about the populist movement. And populism starts right in your hometown, in your community. So it's very important that you get out there, you knock doors, you make phone calls, because that is how we win races. This is all hands in, all hands on deck, 120%. We need to be in this to win this in order to see victory. This is not going to be an easy road. It's going to be a long battle, but it's a battle worth fighting for because the United States of America is worth fighting for. And Donald J. Trump is a fighter and a victor. Mo, let me take it off of Jane's. You know, uh, what uh, Alistair Gross warned us about now is that we got to go to work and it's no days off between now and the day of victory. But he said, hey, this is going to be tough. He said, nobody said 16, 15 or 16 were tough, but they didn't really see us coming. Right. They kind of saw us coming, but not really till too late. They're they're waiting for Trump and they're waiting for the MAGA movement. How tough is this one going to be in your mind, ma'am? It's going to be extremely tough. But if we get out the grassroots effort, then I believe that we will be victorious. We saw that in this election in the midterms, the candidates that got out there that were actually themselves knocking doors, they were successful and triumphant. So we, like I've said, need to hit the ground running and everyone, including the candidates going forward, need to be in like all in 120 percent, like Jane said, from day one. Jane, where, Jane, where do people go for your social media? How do they follow Jane Zirkel? You can find me at Jane Zirkel on Twitter, Getter, Instagram and YouTube. Mo, how do people get to you? They can follow me on Getter and Twitter at Maureen underscore Bannon and also on Instagram at Real Maureen Bannon. Okay. Uh, by the way, what is our Instagram now? I don't even know what it is. We have an Instagram account. How do people follow that? It's hot right now. They can, they can follow it. It's at Bannon's War Room. Bannon's War Room. Okay, fantastic. Okay. Uh, our coverage, by the way, they're going to continue on uh, Frank's speech with uh, Mike Lindell and the team. I want to thank you guys. We've got uh, Nicole Negrady. We have Grace Chung. We've got Mo Bannon. We've got Jane Zirkel. We have Natalie Winters. We've got a five-man team all on social media, streaming all night, putting up pictures all night. I'm going to go back to over to Real America Voice, join the coverage with the great Ed Henry, Karen Turk. I'm going to be in and out all night. President Trump hits it at 9 o'clock. Remember, Real America's Voice, Frank Speech, Lindell TV, War Room. We are all in 100% wall-to-wall -wall coverage. Not gonna have to dip, we're not dipping in and out. We're all in. Be back in a moment.